really like this episode. It ended up coming out quite short, actually, which I was very excited about. And I talk about prioritization, time blocking, my new experience with that, reverse engineering my vision, um, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the Josh Moxie Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, it is May 26, 2019. My name is Josh Moxie. I'm an inspiring entrepreneur. And on a weekly basis, I decide to get on camera after I'm done reflecting on my week and share some insights, some experiences, some lessons that I think could be beneficial to you and in the process to document my journey so I can go back and check out what that was in that given point in history and almost like use it as a timestamp and hopefully bring some value in the process. Um, without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. What's been on my mind? Thinking a lot about cleaning up my content in that it's just, it's not as as tied up as I'd like it to be right now. I want things to be more succinct, more simple. I'm thinking a lot about shortening episodes, um, shortening for reflections. My Lord, they're so fucking long right now. It's ridiculous. And all types of stuff like that. Cleaning up my intro, my outro. Also wanting to redesign brand stuff um, and equally not wanting to invest that time because I'd like to put it into other things. But we'll see where we go with that. What got me here will not get me there. So I've just been thinking a lot about concepts that overlap each other, that a new concept is introduced, not even necessarily a new, but just like concepts supersede other concepts. And just thinking a lot about like, what is the truth of all truths? And I'm always looking for this type of thing. But right now, I'm just thinking a lot about this this week. Of course, Ever After. It's coming up way soon. This will probably be a theme throughout this this episode. What were my favorite wins? I got a verbal agreement for five more contracts with Mox Energetics. So that's exciting. I still have to run up the actual contracts and make sure they're signed. But that feels really fucking good to make some progress on that. In my efforts to catch up on content... I'm just like rolling right now with trying to just go, 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 and it's actually working really well. So I'm grateful that I'm getting closer and closer every day to being caught up, and yet I'm still so fucking behind. But I don't think I record, I think I recorded once this week, and twice including this, because I'm just trying to just get caught up, and just try to say the minimal amount, so I can eventually be up to date again. My sleep schedule. I got up early a ton of days. I think the latest I got up was actually today, which was 9.30. I went from fucking 3.40 a.m. at one point. And here's the thing. I'm watching myself <laughs> sabotage myself with my sleep pattern because I end up just wanting to stay up late. It's fucking annoying. And I'm going to do my best to continue to just try to channel how beautiful it feels in the morning and how shitty it feels when I stay up late. But yesterday, or not yesterday, throughout this week, I, I've been like 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m., 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 9am or something along those lines. So you can see the rapid decline right there of getting later and later. But so long as I can just resume where I was, that would be beautiful because I'd love being up so early. And I made one piece of content around this, which basically said, it doesn't fucking matter what time you get up so long as you're getting what you need to get done in your day and using it purposefully. What worked? Going to the grounds of Ever After, which is Bingaman's, and just taking that in. I did that on Thursday this week, and it actually provided me with so much pain, so much fuel, because I was projecting and I walked down that hill and I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good, because I haven't felt like I've earned it myself. 
And I'm honestly not sure if there is any amount that will make me properly feel like I've earned it because I feel like I've wasted so much of my 2019 in comparison to what I could have done so far. And that definitely eats at me to a degree. And I don't do a good job of letting that go. But with that being said, I did a good job of just getting in the physical nature of it because it's so much more motivating when I can go there in person, experience that. And I just, I walked away and like, damn, I knew that I had to do more and I, my actions upped it from there. Like I, I, I increased my action and I'm channeling more fuel since then. It's just been, it's been much better since I've, since I've gone. So I'm glad I did that. I time blocked a lot of this week. I think I blocked like three and a half. So I don't know what I'm doing with today. It's tough because I just don't know on Sundays. It's a, it's a nice shit storm, but on other days I did a good job. So like Thursday to Saturday, I did a really good job of blocking out time in my calendar and following it pretty closely, which was actually tough. But what worked especially well is using general tasks instead of specific tasks, meaning I could just throw down content instead of throwing down, yo, you need to edit this video or you need to work on this piece of micro content or Moxie Energetics instead of being like, yo, you need to work on this pitch or la 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 la. You just, it's, it's a nicer way of doing things. I've very, very much released this like pressure that, oh, I had to put down the task. I, that was a lot of my challenge before with scheduling and that's actually going so well. Um, fuck, it just, it's so right. And I'm glad I'm using my calendar more effectively right now. Yeah, I'll talk about this more later. Also, this I hate, <laughs> I really hate the fact that I take breaks, but using the one hour, 40 minutes to 20 minutes ratio in terms of work to break, I think has been super helpful. That's what I used when I was time blocking. And it allows me to just recharge those 20 minutes and make sure I'm not burning myself out if I'm trying to go all day. So yeah, I like that. I, I talked about this like fucking six weeks ago or whatever, but I finally got around to properly applying it. It's working well. Watching a video here and there instead of only listening to audio. So I like to listen to podcasts and audio typically because I can do two things at once. However, it is hitting, I think, a lot deeper when you see a visual because you're able to get a clear picture of whatever's going on. And then from there, when you're done that, you're able to more easily access that in your brain and use that to almost like motivate you internally, if you will. So that's super helpful. And I did that with, uh, I did that with, uh, Daily V yesterday. I'm so used to listening to Gary's podcast, and that's Gary Vaynerchuk, by the way, and that, that I just don't take the time to see things in video form, but it's a much more deeper experience despite it still being digital and allows me to step away with more motivation if I can afford that time. It could even be in the background, just like glancing back and forth. That's what I actually did, and it worked actually well. Having due dates and timelines Specifically, I'm using this with content right now, and it's it's working so well in that I am hitting all of my timelines right now. I have a due date for each episode type of thing over like the next two weeks or whatever. I have to get at, at least an episode a day is my goal, and I'm trying to also speed up and get two in some days because I want to fucking catch up before ever and after. But with that being said, I want to apply this to Moxie Energetics and other areas of my life because it's just making me so much more urgent and so much more I like the idea of taking action so much more when there's a proper timeline it's just another part of gamification and goal setting and it's really interesting so I'm gonna apply that in other places increasing the amount of check-ins on my dream board and my reasons I feel so much better I feel so much more motivated when I am consistently checking in throughout the day 
all my dream board and my reasons. It just motivates me to a certain degree that is just very helpful. Love to continue that. And especially, by the way, the reasons. The reasons are really magical. Like, they just hit on such a deeper level, I find. Letting things in the background that can work, work, while I'm doing my own work. So things like Google Photos, I was just so behind on updating and making sure everything's in the proper, uh, it, everything's uploaded and posted to Google Photos and backed up, if you will. And while I was taking notes for three hours on productivity shit, I decided to do all this in the background and let my phone go like 100 photos at once slash videos and making sure that the reflections and all those big fucking files are uploaded first and then just rolling through them and yeah, it worked really fucking well. What didn't work and how can I improve it? No clear system for working on energetic challenges and actually just challenges in general. I want to do a better job of making sure I'm like doing some sort of whether it's like a Kanban system or some sort of system in Trello, I started setting it up. It's, uh, I don't know if it's 100% right now, but to just at least start this idea of like, yo, here's something I wanna work on. I've done conscious work on it. I've done energetic work on it. Now it's complete. And now it's like, and the result is achieved everything. Something like that in a flow of Trello, I think could be very useful. And I'm gonna continue experimenting with it, but that's where I'm at for that. Cause I usually just let these challenges slip to the wayside unless they're completely present and yeah i just i don't do enough energetic work on all areas of my life for some odd reason i don't know why general to-do lists for me right now i just it's not working effectively so i'm looking into scheduling and trello systems and all sorts of different types of alternatives because the to-do list is not very helpful for me right now intro and outro too unclear in my content i find that i end up just like rambling for those few fucking seconds but those are very fucking key seconds in that time span especially at the beginning if you were trying to really properly grab someone's attention if you notice in today's episode i tried to make things a little bit more crystal clear because and like speed things up and make it more concise because it's it's very important real estate and to make sure i get immediately into a story or a point without with saying as little as possible that's my goal Putting content before business. I found myself many times scheduling in things in a way where I ended up working on content so that content can work for me while I'm working on Mox Energetics, meaning it can render, because rendering takes a shit ton of time and things like that. But the problem is things would take too long and then I'd end up not doing the proper things I needed to do for Mox Energetics. And it was just, it was just no fun. Like not good, not good at all. And I need to figure out a way to try to achieve my content goals while also making sure I'm properly balancing Moxie Energetics and obviously putting way more fucking time into Moxie Energetics. I just want to get caught up on content. It's just so fucking annoying, but I I cannot wait until I'm caught up. That's going to feel great. But more importantly, I just really need to focus properly on Moxie Energetics, which leads me into my next point, which is unclarified and undefined vision. My vision right now is just not, not a hundred percent. I can see the next step in front of me. I have a goal and some other goals, but just like, it's not as, it's not juicing me in the proper way right now. I do have good intentions and good whys, but I need to properly specify the goal I'm aiming to achieve. And, but especially, so there's like three steps. You've got your next logical step. You've got your like chief aim, and then you've got your dream. Chief aim is like two to five years type of thing. 
dream can be like 20 plus, that type of stuff. It's way longer. And my dream is not properly defined right now. My vision, if you will, I suppose the vision is probably a better word to describe it, but it's not as crystal clear as it should be right now. And it's also, it partially of why it's not crystal clear is like, sorry, partially why I have some belief, lack of belief around it and doubts and fears and all that jazz and doesn't excite me the way it probably should. That's partially because it's undefined and not specific in nature enough. And I don't do a good enough job of practicing being there mentally and experiencing that. So that's, it's hard to, when the vision is properly defined, it's actually going to pull you instead of you trying to push it. So that's a very key thing. So when it's properly defined and is lined up and that is the key part right there that I'm really missing right now is that I haven't even taken the time to do a Nim Sem session on my own self for my vision. Like that's, it's just silly. Sometimes I just forget to do some of the work that I do on my own self and that's going to get prioritized. That's, that's going on the priorities list 1000%. So where I was going with this is first off, define your vision. Secondly, define your chief aim. Thirdly, define your next logical step. And throughout this, making sure you're aligned, whether that's, I don't know what you want to achieve to, or what you want to use to get that result, but it's fucking important because if your subconscious and your unconscious is not lined up, you're not going to achieve it. I don't know what else to say. You have to be aligned at an energetic level in order for things to occur. They have to occur in the field before they occur in real life. So that's important. And I, I have to probably do this for myself because I just haven't taken the time, but I need to make sure I'm specific in nature first as much as possible and making sure um, that I do that because it's, it's insanely important. It'll be so much easier to take action when I have that properly lined up. Procrastination on key tasks I know I should be doing. So keeping a priorities list at and defining exactly what I want to occur in a given week outcome wise and as well what actions am I going to be taking to get that out, get those outcomes and crush that list. And then from there, properly scheduling it into my week with time blocking and making sure that everything is accounted for, properly fucking following it, and also revisiting that list to make sure I'm clear on things. And yeah, that should work really fucking well. What were my biggest lessons? It is my duty to share important messages that really impact me. Not everyone is going to want to listen to the people I listen to, and that's completely okay. Not every person, not every speaker, not every teacher, not every person is for everyone. That's totally fine. So with me though, if I have a really important message that I'm hearing from one of my quote unquote digital mentors or virtual mentors, I it is my absolute duty to go and share that message because it can hit people who aren't willing to listen to those people or learn from those people. And I'm just, I'm able to bring those people value and indirectly allow them to learn from those people through my own experience. And, and after I learned it, I had to properly apply it, regurgitate it, make it my own and share my experience with that. And that's how I'm able to take these really important lessons and give them to people who otherwise wouldn't hear it. But it's just very important that they do. When my day is properly scripted and very specific, properly scheduled, and the priorities are very crystal clear, the benefits of those tasks and those priorities are also very top of mind. This is like the most, this is by far the best way to make myself 
very fucking motivated to go and dominate that day. Urgency goes up. My excitement for the day, I'm much more inclined to get up earlier. Like if I if I have an undefined day, I want to legit sleep forever. It's so problematic. So if I already have the day's tasks, the priorities outlined, everything's ideally properly scripted in a calendar or something like that, that is by far the quickest way to make sure that I am pumped get it, to get into the day. Give a reason for people to subscribe to you. I don't do this right now. I like was listening to this one dude who is clearly a listener of Gary Vee. I figured that out after I was going, after I heard a few words like aspiring and documenting. I'm like, yeah, this dude, this dude gets it. Uh, but he gave a reason why you should subscribe and I don't do that. And I think it's really fucking important to whenever, it's just like the easiest influence technique. If you are saying, if you are asking for a request, just say because after it'll, it's, it also comes from influence the book by Robert Cialdini. Um, it, it's like four out of five times or whatever the person was trying to butt in line. And just because they said a reason, that's why it worked. They also use completely illogical reasons, but people just like the sound of because, and I have to just do a better job of giving a ideally logical reason of why you should subscribe at the end of my content or follow or whatever the fucking thing is. I have a lot of work to do on my intros and outros, obviously. And as well related to that, it was the same dude. Intros can be as simple as what I did today, which was, Hey, my name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur and time is, or the data is or whatever. And then quickly jumping into the story immediately and not saying like, I feel like getting on camera type of thing and blah, blah, blah. No, it's just, it's just stupid. It's pointless at this point. My mood is highly correlated with my flow in my handwriting. I noticed that when I was really restricted and not allowing quote unquote, I found my penmanship was just like very rigid and I really struggled to write. I thought that was a very interesting parallel. and I'm not sure exactly why that's the case, but there's absolutely something there. When time blocking, first start with a priority list. I think that's just fucking important. And this wasn't covered in the content that I saw, but it was just something that I'm just like, damn, okay. You've got to start with priorities first. Make sure your schedule, your reverse engineering. It's always just a game of reverse engineering. Reverse engineer the fucking vision. Make sure that's obviously clear first. Then you reverse engineer a plan from that vision. Then take the plan, make that fucking specific, and then reverse engineer your day-to-day and your weeks, if you will. And then from there, but it, it has to come from a proper prioritized place in order for this all to fucking, fucking work properly. So that is, oh my God, my stomach is rumbling right now. So you've got to start with that and then, but actually before that you probably should do start time, end time. But again, you could probably throw that in the priority, like after the priorities. But so start with your start time and end time when you're scheduling. And then from there, try to get things that are routine in nature, meaning things like, yo, I've got to work out every day. But that again, should be, I I feel like you should probably prioritize your priorities before you do routine shit. So maybe throw in priorities right there. And then thirdly, we work on routine shit. So things like working out, uh, yoga, walks. This is all health for some reason. Fucking meals. You could throw in meals, um, getting ready. I don't know. What the fuck is routine? Just things like that that are consistent. And then from there, social and appointments and all that jazz. I guess that's technically routine as well. As you can see, there's much more that I'm 
I have to experiment with this and I will talk more about this in the future, but this is where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm experimenting and I'm going to get fucking good at this hopefully because it's absolutely important to my long-term success, I think. My episodes might land a little bit better if they're just focused on one point at a time, meaning shorter videos, shorter episodes, and whether that's like three to six minutes, everything, but just covering one key concept. I'm not exactly sure, but this is some interesting feedback I got this week, and we'll see how I choose to apply it or not. But man, I do like going on for 15 minutes sometimes and covering like three points, or like most recently, the one I posted, which is the one about Avengers Endgame, where I cover two key things to living a successful and happy life. That stuff interests me. I don't always want to do just one point, but I'm intrigued and I'm open to experimenting with this type of thing and we'll see how, where this all goes. What challenges did I experience? Being attached to big events and situations and opportunities and then honestly just self-sabotaging myself in the process because I'm too attached, I care too much and then I make mistakes and I start judging myself and it's just like, uh, it ends up so fucking bad every time I'm super attached and I put things on a pedestal. That most recently occurred with episode 100 of my podcast holy fuck, man. It was just like, like it was, it ended up really fucking good. But at the same time after I was just like, oh my God, I judged the living fuck out of myself, especially by the, by the end, by the way, it took me 20 fucking minutes to make that tiny little 10 second intro clip or whatever. Oh my God. It was devastating. But it also just like strengthened my ability to fuck up a million times and keep going. So that was good. It was legit like 50, 50 different tries or something stupid like that. But uh, after a NIMSEM session for my mom, I felt so much better the next day about how long it came out because I was actually initially quite rattled. I wanted it to be like 15 minutes and I ended up being 40, but I do cover a shit ton of gold in there. So I'm pleased at how that aspect of things came out. However, again, this is going back to just this attachment to these big events. And I just noticed it in so many different places. When I care too much about something, I ultimately make mistakes and then it, it just, yeah. It just becomes this, this place of, I don't even have a place. It's just, it ends up so fucking bad. So I've got either, again, I've talked about this in a couple of weeks past. I've either got to do a better job of taking things off a pedestal and stop caring or just resolving the pattern because it is just a pattern in my life. It manifests in so many different ways. It's scary. Related to that, there's this never ending thing of like, I always seem to miss like one or two points that I wanted to cover in an episode or a long form piece of content. It's just like, come the fuck on. I didn't talk about the bam, the Chinese bamboo tree example in my long-term episode or not long-term episode, my hundredth episode, or what was the other one I missed? Um, oh yeah. And then making the story better. How did I not cover that? Meaning the longer I go without, without traction, the better the story becomes. Why? Like that's such a big part of why I do this and I didn't even cover it. It's just, there's just so many fucking things I need to, I want to talk about that I sometimes just fucking cover or I miss so many little things that I would like to. Challenging, man. Resistance to deleting past messages. I love the idea of keeping my messages for forever. However, I'm at almost 40 gigabytes of text messages. Are you fucking kidding me? That's devastating. I really want to keep them all forever, but I only have so much cloud storage. So I'm like, what to do right now? I don't want to lose conversations 
and I actually do enjoy looking at old conversations. If I, cause I can use them as a resource, I can use it to understand things better. Um, I can learn from things. I also can use that as like a documentation tool. Like if I said something really good and I end up being really right, I want to go back and look at that text. So I don't know, just tough things. I'm not really sure what the fuck I can do here. And equally, it's so fucking small. So like I get that at the same time. I'm just, it's just my attachment to that type of thing. Productivity systems absolutely failing me. This was up until Wednesday or whatever. It's working better now. I'm still not 100%, but just applying things like um, looking into upgrading my Trello systems, basically punting to-do lists because that's not working too well right now, reverse engineering with that priority list. Um, of course, time blocking. That was by far the biggest thing. These types of things because it's just... It's not working right now, so I had to, I'm glad I responded. I was just fucking pissed. So I responded by taking three hours and just taking notes on random YouTube shit for to-do lists, calendar stuff, etc. And I came out with a shit ton of gold, and I'm very glad I did that. Unclear intuition. So for I really pride myself, if you will. I think that is also part of the problem. If I start priding myself on something like intuition, that's the quickest way for it not to work properly because I end up being attached to my intuition working and the attachment is what can kill things. That attachment to the outcome and attachment to that properly. Like it's just like, it's a dangerous game attachment and the more attached I am, the less clear I am. So I think that's absolutely part of it. I, uh, I have clear times at times and other times it's just very unclear. And like sometimes I, it's very easy to understand what's a yes and what's a no. Other times I'm like, what the fuck is the difference? I just cannot feel it in my core right now at times. And it's just, it's frustrating, especially because I've relied on it so heavily in the past. But uh, yeah, so I've got to do a non-material source energy medicine session on this because I'm not exactly sure what the other outcome is, or not the other outcome, the other actionable is besides detaching from things resentment this is always a fun one i don't feel i don't feel like i feel resentment too much but i definitely felt it this week and a little bit of last week towards a specific person and it was around the fact that i felt like they weren't valuing my time correctly they mentioned something about a therapist helping them so much through a dark time but like i spent so much fucking time helping them as well and i just wasn't sure if i was being properly appreciated and that just comes from an attachment to giving if you will like realistically i should properly or i should probably be giving without expectation that is the most ideal and i clearly was not to that degree um so that was that was challenging but the big challenging part is i want to earn another additional part of this is i want to say something to the person but i'm not sure how they're going to take it I don't, I also, the key thing I was talking with someone about um, when I was looking for feedback, shout out mom actually is who it was, she was talking about how it's important if I'm going to say something like this, that I always bring it back to me because it's not her fault, it is all my cause, it is my experience, it is I'm creating this at an energetic level, um, like the resentment is about me, it's about my attachment to... <laughs> you valuing and I just honestly it's there's just like a pattern right there around feeling undervalued um maybe some insecurity around value and worth and type of thing I don't know all I know is it really fucking pissed me off this week especially because 
I was just like, fuck, that was so much time that I gave you. And I was just like looking at Ever After. I'm like, this is so close. I feel like times like this where I really give a lot of time are the reason why I don't have the results I want to have because I prioritize that over my own shit. And that's what really fucking pissed me off. So it's just always is the wrong move to prioritize other people instead of yourself and your own shit because that's just leads to resentment long term. So I've got to fucking be cautious of that going forward and obviously do some NIMSAM sessions as well. But I'm doing better. Did We did one NIMSAM session, but there's still more to work on that aspect for sure. Never ending hunger. I'm so fucking hungry these days right now while I'm cutting. I cannot fucking wait until this cuts over. I have... 10 days, 11 days left or something like that. And I'm scared I'm just going to totally peg out and make it all just pointless, this entire thing. So <laughs> I don't know exactly what I should do with that. But anyways, I'm very excited for pizza and all this bullshit to eat. I just hope it doesn't completely ruin me. I'm just, I don't know, very torn and all shit right now. Nice voice crack. Where did I grow the most? For sure time blocking. This is something that's very different to me and I really am not that great at following these types of plans and schedules for my time but as I continue to practice it's getting easier and I've talked so much so much about scheduling in the past but just like I kind of fell off in the past a week type of thing and I wasn't doing it in a way where it was like a full week we're gonna try to experiment with that this week but just like even doing the last few days I'm glad I just didn't wait until today type of thing to start implementing I went on a day-by-day basis for the past three four days ish so I'm growing a lot there. Hope to get even better though. The way I look at myself and my content. So at times I can get lost in this whole thing and just forget that content actually comes second. This is not, like I'm not a professional reflectioner or documenter. I am, it is at least my intention to be an aspiring entrepreneur first, a content creator second, and not even a content creator. That's the problematic thing right there. A documenter. That's 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 the key distinction. Because if I'm spending, if I'm thinking myself as a content creator, I'm thinking that it has to be perfect. I have to care too much about it. I have to make sure everything's super fucking professional. No, I am a documenter. Things are gonna be raw. Things are gonna be. I think things are gonna be helpful, but things are gonna be imperfect, and they're gonna be going going faster. And there's just like there's always room for growth, and it's about the journey. I'm not trying to fucking be an authority, like all this type of shit. So anyways, there was just a key distinction of just like taking reflections and content more off the pedestal this week and just realizing, hey, this is not going to get me where I want to go if this is prioritized so fucking high. What am I obsessed with right now? Trying to make my content age incredibly well. This is like an obsession and a challenge all in one, really. So what goes on is... Specifically with reflections is a great example. I want things to be as, I just want to document legit everything. And it leads me to create, even in my Google Doc, I was talking about this today in my lessons or challenges rather. They become, this doc becomes way too fucking big because I want to capture everything. And then reflections becomes way too fucking big because I want to capture everything on video and audio. And it's just, there is an obsession there in that I want everything to be captured. I want everything to be crystal fucking clear. I want no thing to, I, I don't, no thing. I don't want anything to slip and it happened to be important. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had that as content type of thing for the long-term 
Because that's always, that's what it's about. It's about getting 50 years from now and being like, fuck, I wish I talked about XYZ thing. I wish I captured my moments around this. But, and there's, it's, it's going to end up like that to a degree, honestly. Because, especially because I'm not vlogging. It's just like devastating, honestly. So this is, again, a challenge and an obsession at the same time. But even in the way I edit my content, I'm constantly trying to make sure like the audio is perfect, the video is not cut off properly, um, there's not... I hate the idea of putting like images and shit like that over my content because I'm like, fuck, this could ruin this clip in 50 years. Like, that's the way I fucking think about this shit. Audio as well, I don't want random fucking noises to overlap my voice because, again, this could be like a micro piece of content in 75 years that changes everyone's life. That type of shit. This is the way I think about my content and I just want to, I want everything to just age incredibly well and be able to re repurpose it if need be and make sure it's properly, like, it's, it's a high quality piece of content and not not modified and not fucking it's not like it doesn't have music in the back like that type of shit i don't want it to ruin anything so this is just an ongoing obsession is there anything i yeah just making sure it stands the test of time also related to that trying to keep content fucking shorter it's driving me a little bit insane how long some of these episodes are coming out so trying to do a better job i think i did a decent job today which i'm pleased to see ah okay Reflections 46 complete. I felt that it came out actually quite well. I've enjoyed I enjoyed how short it was and how concise I was. We'll see in the editing how that ages though. And I appreciate you watching and listening. If you liked it enough, please share it with a friend, like, comment, and subscribe if you are not already doing so. It's an opportunity to follow along on my journey and hopefully it brings you a ton of value in the process. That is my goal, to document and bring value at the same time. Anyways, I hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you have a kick-ass fucking week and we'll catch you next week for Reflections 47. Go forth and conquer, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later.